Listeners, it's me, Joe Tady, your host for another episode of Tady's Day Out, a show that delivers an irreverent and comedic review of all the best attractions Seattle has to offer. Uh, if you're a new listener, um, welcome. Thank you. Uh, I don't know why you started on number eight, but I, you know, hey, you know, you do your thing. You can do whatever you want. Um, in case you don't know, each episode, me and a guest. Uh, usually two guests sometimes. We go out, we find some sort of touristy thing to do in Seattle, and we deliver a review of it. Why? Because I love Seattle. That's all you need to know. Uh, and you probably do too. Maybe that's why you're listening. Great. Um, I'm going to keep this intro short. I don't know if you noticed, but I kind of have a cold, so I don't want to subject you to that that uh, sniffling noise a whole lot. Um, I'll say just a few things real quick. Yeah, if you like the show... Um, please rate and review on iTunes. That would be awesome. It um, helps other people find the show. And I think it affects like even Google searches um, and stuff like that. So, you know, that's always nice. Uh, this week is a very funny episode, sort of because we almost struggle to find things to say about the, about the monorail. Uh, I just now thought of the fact that I, I missed the opportunity to make a one-track mind joke, but that's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll live. Um, the monorail is just so boring and underwhelming, so it's a lot of tangents this week. Yeah, so I hope you enjoy the uh, just the, the silliness and the fun that we had with uh, my guests Aaron and Phil. Lovely gentlemen, and it was a, it was a blast to hang out with them. So, yeah. Enjoy the episode, and I'll see you in two weeks. All right, Phil Jones and Aaron O'Neill, uh, welcome to the podcast, Hades Day Out. Hey, thanks. Phil, say hi again. Hi again. That's Phil's voice. Aaron, say hi. Hi. Oh, yes. Hi, um, <laughs> do we all sound the same? Is that, is that going to be confusing for the listener? I don't know. I don't know either, but... Uh, if you're confused, please let me know. Uh, <laughs> email me at tatiesdayout at gmail.com. I'm generally confused, yeah. so I will be letting you know. Well, uh, this is Phil speaking, and I think we'll do fine. <laughs> yeah. How about each time we talk, <laughs> let's let's preface it with the, who we are and then say we're, we're ending our sentence at the same time. That is going to get really boring real over. fast. Yeah, over. Over. I'm already over it. Um, Aaron O'Neill... You know what's really exciting is this is the second one of my podcasts you've been on. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was on accidents on purpose many times. Yeah. Uh, you might only be able to find the one yes. on the internet, but right. I've been on the show right. many, well, many times. That show that. ran for years, but it was only a podcast for like two years. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's still going on. Go ahead and listen to it. It's great. Yeah, because um, I've been on before you guys got picked up for a podcast. When you right. were just. When we got picked up from, when you were by, just, by iTunes. When you were just AM radio? Yeah, just AM radio. Many AM, times. 1045 KOB. Yeah. 
Uh, Love that old studio. What happened to that? It's still at 28th and Church in the heart of Capitol Hill. Nice. These are some deep references from a podcast that most, <laughs> like that most of my current listeners probably did not listen to. So mm. if you're wondering what we're talking about, go ahead and listen to all 50 back episodes of Accidents on Purpose. Well, this is Phil speaking, and I think this again goes to show uh, how fascinating the monorail was. Right. Today. Oh, we haven't even so uh, today. Me and these fine gentlemen did the monorail. Which, if you've listened to the Great Wheel episode, you'll know that I also found that uh, kind of boring. And this topped that for the most underwhelming, boring attraction that Seattle apparently has to offer. Um, so let's, let's get right into it. We met at the monorail station. I was late because the light rail was late and I felt bad. Phil was waiting all by himself. I, was, like 10 minutes I was as late as Joe, but it was just because I... I left late. I was also very discombobulated. Woo, discombobulated because I stayed up way too late last night. And I was woke up late and I was very tired. Yeah. Um, so. But you seemed fine. You know. Did I? Okay. Yeah, I was like, you oh. seemed. It's like, <laughs> hey guys. You were as enthused about the monorail as the rest of us. Yeah. Sleepy or not. Right. Um. And so we got there and we we go to pay and, and already I ran into a roadblock as a host of a show. Ooh. Which so tickets aren't that much all, all, all together. The price for all three of us adult tickets going back and forth and we are grown ups. It was thirteen fifty altogether. Not bad. Well, Joe, I just this is Aaron. I want the record to show that I I'm an adult. An adult. I ain't no goddamn grown up. Okay. <laughs> Look, there's. I'm still a kid at heart. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron's done. Aaron's, Aaron's done. I won't speak for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, but, and I go, and I'm like, I, I tell him to put it on the Tady account, and I slide my card <laughs> over real smooth and cool, mm-hmm. and they say cash only. Ooh. And I balk at this. I, I, I'm embarrassed, and luckily my guests come to my aid without me even having to ask, and they both offer up cash. Um, and I feel very bad because I also don't have any cash to pay them back at this moment. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever. So yeah. in the past, if you if you've listened, also listened to past episodes, there's been things about whether or not I should pay for the guests. And one time, I didn't, and then other times I did. And they're saying, "Look, Tim Neal, this is about you." Um, this goes straight out to Tim Neal. So. So this time it's pretty ambiguous. It's ambiguous. These lines are becoming blurred and I when at I'm trying to At this point you haven't paid, but no, you sh- you, you show some intent you want to. <laughs> I'm showing intent to pay. Isn't but, that you enough? know, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Oh god. Yeah. Um so we made we made it through that and and we're we're waiting for the monorail. Um there were a lot of people there. Yeah. I thought when I when I suggested our start time of 10:30 because I thought I was going to have to do something else later today. Right. Uh, later on, looking at it, I was like, man, that's so early why, for a Saturday. Why did I say that? It's going to be real boring down there. But no, there was lots of people. Yeah. And, and it was increasing with time as we went, right? Like yes. By the time we got off on the return trip in that little corral thingy, there was way more people. Right, the we corral. Right. Where, <laughs> yes, you are sort of, you go through the gates and you're sort of corralled in a very small area waiting for the two doors that open up to you. Yeah. Yeah, for that station, I mean, this is the descriptive part of riding right. a monorail, right? This is Phil speaking. Here's a description <laughs> of, of what you're going to encounter when you go to oh, the no, Westlake we, end of the monorail. You got to, we got to tell the listeners <laughs> step by step what they're going to see and what they're going to hear. This is what they've come to expect. Yeah, so, so this is what <laughs> you're going to see. They hear about the minutiae yeah, before I got you. they go. They yeah, here it comes. Yeah. So you come up, you could ride the elevator, you're coming through the mall, you go up the stairs, whatever. You show up, and there's like 
sort of the peripheral sections are where you get off of the monorail, and mm -hmm. then there's like the little corralled in areas where you go when you're waiting for the monorail. Right. Uh, it's different on the other station, because that's like left side of the tracks, right side of the tracks, uh, but this yeah. one shares the same doors, so. The other station is much more inviting in that way. Correct. You don't. You don't feel like a little more spacious. Like sheeple, am I right? <laughs> now Thanks, let's, Obama. Let's let's be Too clear. Soon. Which station? I still use it. We <laughs> showed up. We arrived and departed from the Westlake station. Right, which is on Fifth and Pine. Yes. So, for those of you who don't know the monorail, let let's take a step back. <laughs> Was, we're, we're working backwards from well, getting well, You know what? There's no <laughs> unlike the monorail. There's no linear <laughs> timeline thing on this. We're gonna jump all over the place. Uh, it was built in 1962 for the Seattle World's Fair, which is also what the Space Needle is for. A gold and ivory Space Needle towers in the sky above Seattle. Its legs planted firmly in solid hardpan just across the street from America's first high-speed monorail. One of two trains is already here and operating today. Another exciting glimpse of tomorrow that the World's Fair is bringing to Seattle. I'm Bill Nielsen. And this is one of the Alweg monorail trains, which is just now completing its test runs on the World's Fair line. In the next half hour, you'll have your first monorail ride by television. But first, let me try it out for you. This is another door into the future and the world of tomorrow. So that's why we have a, a, a monorail that only goes, it only has two stops. It only goes from Fifth and Pine at the Westlake Station to the Seattle Center. Which is... It's about one mile. Apart. Right. I looked it up last night. It's it's a mile. Yeah, fast, direct, and historic. It's direct. I like that. that that's the way they they speak to how it goes. Only two places. Yeah. You won't be direct. on it long. Yeah. It's direct. It's not useless. As in, it's you won't direct. like. You won't be stopping at a bunch of stops that you don't want to get off. <laughs> And we, we, yes, you did some research, which I, I, was, I was happy about. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for being such a great guest, Phil. Oh. <laughs> My good. Listen, I got intimidated by your other guest knowing things about stuff. Yeah, uh, and Bonnie just knew said, I wasn't gonna be that kind of guest. Bonnie set the bar high for like what, how much people should know about whatever it is we're doing, including me. Which like one was the last one? The Wing Luke Museum. She's oh. an incredibly knowledgeable person, and yeah. now. Well, so yeah. that's why I figured I would show up and tell you about what it looks like, the, the corral <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like, I could tell you what I saw right. today. Right, Can you tell me what you, like, felt and smelt and, like, everything, though, Phil? Can you really Can you really there? bring the listener there? Can you be like I, a... I could, but... Can yeah. you write, like, Virginia Woolf, where it's like... I feel like you guys got more for your podcast than just what I smelled on the ride. Right? <laughs> yeah, we... Okay, yeah, let, you're right. Let's move on from <laughs> smells. So... The monorail pulls up, and it's actually kind of cool looking. It's got a bunch of windows. Well, that was sounded stupid. Uh, but it, it is like one big windowed car, so you can see a lot of what's going on. Um, it's got some sweet upholstered bench seats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In nice shape. It, it kind of looked like, because we're from the Bay, like a BART train, but a little bit wider, a little bit more windows, a little nicer. Everything was in nicer sh condition. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, it, it actually was in better condition than I anticipated yeah, for how yeah. long it's been around um, and how much I would assume people don't care about it. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> a lot of, like, Seattleites being like, keep the monorail nice. Like, <laughs> like put your tax money into yeah. the monorail. Um, it's in great condition. It so, is. Yeah. Bravo. And it felt more like the, the Disneyland monorail, which is of the same designer's creation, yeah? Yes. Right, yes. so you, you guys kept um, likening it to the Disneyland monorail the entire time we were hanging out which was great because 
Um, I didn't go to Disneyland with you guys, and I felt super left out. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You're yeah. welcome. Um, but you said it was like going into the future kind world? of future land. Or yeah, when you when you go through <clears throat> the different textures of the EMP, right? right. Like it kind of makes that left turn. We say the only turn it makes. True. Right, the only turn it makes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and you kind of go by some different textured stuff. It looks kind of futuristic. It does look futuristic, and then you pop out into this nice station and you see the space signal there and you know having gotten on this futuristically like curvy window tinted machine and you know single railed all the way to the space center <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden the space needle looks like pretty darn cool it, like, yeah, yeah. it looks that, awesome that's the best part was disembarking at yes. Seattle Center and, and, and Aaron you said yeah. like I could really get the feel of it being 1962 and being like whoa the, the future is now the future is today I did feel that way like yeah. like like it was a little bit of a like time warp like olden times like I'm getting on this old machine it well, looks I like I was it, on a horse yeah. <laughs> olden times makes I was back it, to the future I was back to the future oh, you, you yes. get on the buggy by the way yeah but uh, no it did feel I could like imagine riding the thing at the World's Fair in the 60s and just being very impressed with all the architecture yeah. and the um, design and everything it was it was it was a pretty cool experience I wasn't I'll be honest I wasn't expecting a whole lot Having lived in Seattle for 10 years, never been on the monorail, never right. needed to, knowing that it's kind of like a joke in, yeah. mono, in monorail circles, at yeah. least. In monorail, yes. So, <laughs> or what do you call those? It's not They're a circle. Not a circle. Monorail, yeah. monorail lines? Yeah. Well, I have never been on it either, but you, in the research you did, so let's talk about <laughs> before, So we're jumping all over the place, listener. You can deal with it. Somebody um, edit this to be a more linear. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I don't have, I'm not going to have that much dedication. Yeah. Um, you did you 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 taught me about the the Allweg Allweg and you did you learned about other monorails from other countries and how much like we don't even get mentioned in those yeah, articles. Yeah, I looked up. I was on Wikipedia.org. It's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, I looked up um, monorails in general. Reading about monorails, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> Joe. Did you Google like, monorails in general? I wish you had <laughs> monorails in general. Uh, just like. You know, the oldest one, mm -hmm. surviving one is in Germany, and this and that. And they they didn't even mention the Seattle one because there's two stops and it's not very functional. But there's a lot of uh, useful functioning monorails in Japan and in Germany. Right. And and then they did talk about the Disneyland monorail. Uh, monorail. <laughs> Monocle. Monocle. <Right>. Disneyland <laughs> monorail, which was the only one I'd been on. And reading about that, I saw that it was designed and made by the same person, Alweg. Which yeah. is what uh, you know says on the says on the front of the car. Yeah, and and that really cool. Yeah, monorail man. We left off the other oh, best part of oh, yeah. disembarking, guys. So yeah, so yes, that was an amazing <laughs> part about disembarking. So the the ride is really well. First, thanks again for doing that research. You're welcome. But the ride is very short, um, and yeah. maybe it was just because it's gray and rainy today. But I, I can't say I was that impressed by the sights you see on the way there. No. Like the buildings weren't particularly impressive. Amount of cranes were out today. An impressive. How many did you count on the way there? Eight. I lost count. Oh, there's yeah. way more than you eight. lost count. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I stopped counting at eight because I. Yeah. Okay. So, but when you get off, there's this amazing work of art there that is the monorail man, and it's a statue in the corner of the station made from old parts of the monorail that they can no longer use in the form of a robot that sort of looks like a transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very he had good. an alternate title. 
What was, what was it? it? Uh, Trainimus. Oh, Trainimus uh, Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah. But and worse. if you want to see a picture of it, you can follow my Instagram at Tatey's Day Out. Hey, yo. That's a plug for my own Instagram there. Nice. Um, where I always take pictures of stuff like as we're doing it. Um, so it was so short, though, that we got there. And it's like, okay, do we just go back right away? Like, that seems like a lot of effort to get to the monorail and then not spend a lot of time doing the actual thing. So, so we walked around the Seattle Center for a while and discovered um, a Whirligig festival. There was a Whirligig mm-hmm. a happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently, I did not know this, but that means just a bunch of inflatable slides and... And balloon animals. Balloon and there was... An- when you guys were in the bathroom, I looked at a flyer that, you know... Specified the approximate amount of time that the whirly gig is happening inside right. the armory. I love um, the way you worded that. I, I can't pin the whirly gig. What's crazy about I feel like that's what you would say. Like I'm going to the yeah. whirly gig. What, can you approximate the amount of time the whirly gig will last? Uh, if I if I'd cared enough to remember, I think it's like a couple weeks. Couple. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it says on the flyer. Yeah. I didn't pay that much attention. I didn't even pay attention to like all of the attractions that it offers, but. Uh, indoor inflatable stuff like right. balloons, jungle gyms, structure, yeah, some caricature drawings. It said performance, but I didn't see any of that. No. Right, well, there's a stage there where I've seen, you know, things, perf- things, uh, yeah, performances, things performance, yeah, perform- yeah, they call yeah. that a performance, <laughs> yeah, uh, an approximate per- performance. Oh, uh, what are you guys performing right now? <laughs> uh, it's a performance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, that's so meta. Uh, <laughs> What were we talking about? The monorail? Oh, so the whirly <laughs> the gig. So, whirly gig, yeah. So, yeah, there was oh, a inflatable slide. Yeah, the caricature, caricature drawing where he was doing, like, a sample caricature of another employee there, and she yeah. looked pissed. She, she, I saw later, she was working the balloon animal Oh, tank. she was? Okay. Yeah. Right next to the caricature oh. guy. Caricature. He must have been having trouble <laughs> reeling Drumming in some big business. fish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, she looked pissed. It was not a fun caricature. Um... Have you guys ever had those done? You ever had a caricature yeah. done? No. Yeah. I had one of me uh, like swinging a baseball bat once. Nice. And I like, I loved it. And I remember when I moved to Washington from Nebraska, uh, when I was 11, I lost it. Oh. And I was heartbroken. Um, and now I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't we didn't get to see the expression on that employee's face in the caricature. Because right, usually it's like a big old grin. She was all. much happier in the caricature yeah. than she was because okay. it's a caricature. Yeah. Well, that was probably something the guy was showing off. Like, hey, put your kid up here. I don't care how miserable they are. I'm going right. to make them look great. Yeah. yeah. I know you're not having a good time, but, you know. Here's your souvenir that says otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Hey, your kid might have a really dumb looking face, but I'm going to make them look <laughs> awesome. So pay me some money, right? Uh, being at the Whirly Gig did make me remember my first job at Rimlinger Farms Incarnation, which... So it was a big farm, like a real farm, but they also would um, had like a uh, an amusement park area, and then would rent out like their big fields for corporate events for the weekends, and set up. I guess, are they known as whirly gigs? This is a new word to, to me. But like inflatable rides, and my job was to like supervise them, and really you're just standing there like telling when kids when they can go. But you're given one sandwich and one bottle bottle of water all day, and you're just like standing out there in the sun and like not allowed to <laughs> to leave. And I was under sixteen, so I only made like five dollars an hour. Dang! Here's um, your sandwich, kid. Don't go anywhere. Exactly. And one of the rides is 
the Titanic sinking, like cut off in half. So it's like it's supposed to be, you know, when it when it breaks in half and then it's sinking. Is it a slide you go? Down? Yeah, it's a slide. Okay. So you start. But like, if you think about that, that's horrible. Well, I was imagining like a like a inflatable boat that everybody gets in and then they just pop it. <laughs> like you're on the Titanic is sinking ride. Isn't that fun? They climb up to the top and then slide down into the water, and you're supposed to say, "I'll never let go, Jack," but. Nothing? Titanic? Reference? I didn't see that one. You didn't see <laughs> Yeah, I knew how it was going to end, so I didn't watch it. No, oh, fair. I, saw, I got the reference. Did but... you also not watch Lincoln? Or Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Um, what no, about Apollo 13? No. These are all movies I've genuinely not watched. Okay. Um, wow. Just There's... because you knew how they were going to end. Titanic specifically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's very funny to me. I, yeah, I was making a, making a point of not watching Titanic for... <laughs> For like several years while it was still in theaters. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big movie. I, I think, think it, I think eighth grade me was like, I know how this ends. Did it come back in in third grade, or third grade in three D? <laughs> you said eighth grade. That's when I saw it. Yeah. No, I, I mean I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, Titanic three D. Titanic three D. Um, and we learned all about all this on the monorail. <laughs> yeah, this is how exciting the monorail was. Again, having a tough time talking about the monorail. Um, uh, I was reminded though about souvenirs. Oh, oh yeah, let's talk about souvenirs because that was another positive from the very that good. station. The, yeah. the 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 station at the Seattle Center is or yeah, the Seattle Center is great. Um, you both got souvenirs. It's true. Um, yeah. You got an oven mitt. An oven mitt. Yeah, pothole. There's a vending machine at that station that sells T-shirts of all different sizes, and. How, are they reasonably priced or so everything was reasonably so priced. reasonably priced? You get a T-shirt from a vending machine for eleven fifty. I don't see a T. You know what's like, the downside? There's no downside. <laughs> and it's a really simple design. Well, I thought some of them had downsides, right? Like you get the shirt that just says Pacific Northwest. Like that's a really non-specific yeah. souvenir. I just like the region. That's yeah, what like I don't know what state I went to. <laughs> 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 but uh, the shirts, the pot holder, they had some uh, keychains. They had right. like some pin. enamel pin, which yeah. is yeah. hot right now. Pins are hot right That's now. Hot. I was I was drawn to anything that said monorail on it. Oh, so right. that cut out about half of what was in the vending machine. How, how much was was your pot? My pot holder was like four dollars and seventy five cents. And like that under five bucks. Fucking vending machine takes cards. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, and then Aaron. You opted for a penny, a smash, a smash penny, crush smash, penny. Yeah, one of those crush penny souvenir whirly machines. Whirly game, yeah. whirly game machines. And once again, there were like four options for the design that mm-hmm. went on the penny, and only two of them were monorail specific. The other one was like Seattle, and the other one was like, oh, great state of Washington. It's like, yeah, I know I'm in Washington, but I'm at the monorail. You yes, know? but. I do patronize those pen machines anytime I get one because my sweet, sweet wife, Emily, loves them. Shout out to Emily and her pennies. I'm going to go, this is Phil speaking, I'm going to go ahead and confirm that Emily is great. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I second that. Well, you had you had two of the four options were monorail related. And I'm going to be the color guy and describe. One of them had monorail with the space noodle above it. Mm-hmm. And one of them had monorail with more of just like a Seattle non-specific skyline as far as I can tell. And that's the one you opted for. Oh, yeah. You know, I opted for it because the monorail and that one was more 3D. 
It was it was more mm. like coming at you and you monorail could, in and you could see the rail the yeah. mono rail <laughs> you could see for which it's named you could see the train just hugging that rail and eating it up it was cool so that's why I got that one so it definitely felt like the trip back from the Space Needle back to Westlake was like way faster yeah. Yeah. than the other one it felt like it was going extremely fast it felt. Like it was about to fly off the rails. I'm sorry, no. the rail. Uh, <laughs> it was going a lot faster, though. I don't yeah. know why. Uh, well, so I thought two things, right? The the trains depart from each one every 10 minutes, right? right? So that's five minutes there, five minutes back. It's the same train, same rail. We discovered that there's a red line and a blue line, but we only, the only blue saw the blue right line going today. A right. um, couple of blue liners here, hey? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> for the Canadian the hockey fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I, I was talking about the time oh yeah, yeah yeah so we're all we're just exclusively using the blue line today I don't know if blue like line. the red line is for when the blue line's having an issue or you know certain times of the day they just switch them or, yeah uh, but yeah it seemed like uh, you know maybe the loading took a little longer and they gotta make that uh, that 10 minute departure interval yeah. back at the, at the Well, West there's Lake only station. one driver and he walks back and forth, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he stops the monorail. Everybody right. gets out through the appropriate disembarking, uh, disboarding right. doors. Disboarding. You guys ready to board? Yeah, the monorail. Yeah, they got like, these people off. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, like, I watched the last train, right? So, like, they go. The driver's gonna move from one side of the monorail to the other side. Really? Then we get to get on. Yeah. That's pretty dis- exciting. Are they gonna disboard? Is that like a sick DB band or something? <laughs> Anything with this disboard. DB band? I can see disboard being a punk band. Yeah. But would they spell it B O R E D? Whoa. I disboard. Yeah, I blew your mind, Phil's hey guys. Not, yeah. Phil, how, how bored are you today? I don't know. I'm like disboard. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then he walks from one side of the train that's now empty to the other side of, the, I call it a train, monorail train. Yeah, my train. Yeah, the the tr- car, the I don't know, whatever. Yeah, the monorail. Yeah, the monorail. He walks to the other side of it and sits down. There's a different set of controls for him to right. operate it back to the other. Station. The length of the car or monorail is not very big. It's not big. Uh, we didn't time the oh, length of it. I did. Yeah, we didn't time the length of it. And on the way back, Aaron, you overheard a small child singing. As soon as we landed back at the Westlake station, I heard a, a child to my left go, "Wait, is that it?" So sad. <laughs> and everyone just said, "That is it." Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, son. Yeah. That's I could, it. I could see the monorail being maybe useful in this day and age if you're like a tourist who wants to like shop at Westlake Center and right. uh, check out the Seattle Center. And, like, this connects those, right? And, like, you don't it, have to, like, cab or, or walk. It's already or, being it's used more than I thought. Like, today, there were way more people. Yeah. It was almost full coming back. I was like, okay, cool. How many, like, what percentage of those people do you think were tourists? I'd say about, like, half a football field was worth of people were... How much of a football team? How many? <laughs> like, sorry, footy or footy? Four defensive ends. How uh, many? Yeah. Sorry, football. How many quarterbacks were on the were on the uh, monorail? Uh, I feel like there was probably mostly tourists. Yeah, a lot of tourists, a lot of families. Yeah. With kids, which I get, like you said, not cabbing it or bus. It's yeah. probably a lot. Easier. Yeah. Well, I just think it's not maybe an attraction so much itself as it is like a functional connector between two tourist spots, right? right? And then like. You know, then you get the kid being like, "That's it." Yeah. Like, 
Sorry, your parents told you this would be an exciting ride. Yeah, yeah, that, but we, it, that we have to try when we're Yeah, but ki- you know, kids would be like that anyway. Ah, kids, <laughs> little bastards. Yeah. So if there's one message I want to send with this podcast. It's I hate kids. Oh, you brought the right <laughs> guest on for that. I work with small children with uh, autism, and boy, they are well, okay, turds. Hang on. <laughs> Do you want to just start a whole new thing right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Kids are turds. On that note. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad glad I finally have been on the monorail. Me too. I probably won't do it again unless Emily really wants to go. Uh, yeah. I, I, that was great, though. I feel like I know Seattle so much better now. <laughs> I understand it. From a 1962 perspective. See, I feel like you've done things on other episodes that are more of like, oh, yeah, like that's here and I've never done it. And this one... You know, like, I, I don't know that I'm glad that I did it, but I guess I know it more. <laughs> I felt like I, I, I needed to. It was less of a, you're right, it, it, it is more functionality versus less of a thing to do. But since I had never done it and, and lived here so long, you know, yeah, I feel like it was, it was important. The box is checked. Yeah, the box is checked. You know, Uncle Ike sells those, too. Monorail pot holders or just yeah. pot holders? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I thought it first. Thank you so much for being on, uh, Phil. You're welcome, Aaron. You're welcome. And this is Joe speaking again. And I just want to say thanks for listening and uh, make it a great day. object that spins or whirls or has at least one part that spins or whirls. Whirly gigs are also known as pinwheels, buzzers, comic weather vanes, jihaz, spinners, whirly gigs, whirly jig, whirl jig, whirly bird, or plain whirly. And the image is like, you know, it's like one of those kind of like plastic little tubes with like a spinning oh, pinwheel yeah. on the end. That's right. a whirly No, that's, that is the body of a bird with two propellers that are supposed to be the wings in either uh, direction. And when the wind blows, that looks like the bird is... Oh, um, I see. So I don't think that's what birds look like when they fly. Got it.